Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good show. I'm going to make kind of a combination show about the detrimental effect of gaslighting in our society and how I think it's grossly underestimated in the psychological damage it's doing and how there's really no way to escape it and how human beings are designed to accept it and take it. It's breaking their brains. And I'm going to use a clip from the major media that shows a good example of what kind of gaslighting is in multiple different levels. And I hope people enjoy that. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. And most of the time, they don't want to hear the truth. Most people are like children. They just want to hear fairy tales and believe in them and make their fairy tales come true. But the truth is, I was a constitutional conservative for years and years and years. And then I figured out it's all a scam. I used to believe all their stupid bullshit. And then about 25 years ago, I got the Internet. And in fairly short order, I figured it out. It's just crap, people. It's lies from beginning to end. And then I have researched the rest of it and all the lies you're told. All the narratives you're given, they're just lies. <laughs> it's just reality. People don't like it, but that's the way it is. When I did finally figure out that constitutional conservatism was such a lie, I became a self-certified master practitioner. And I recently gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award in that same vein for all these great podcasts I do explaining things to people. And I love having these fake awards. I'm going to give myself some more of them because the whole world is so damn fake and all the other credentials people run around and spout, they're just as fake as mine. (laughs) All right, enough fooling around. Let's go ahead and get the show going. So I want to make a show today about this horrible gaslighting that we all experience and provide an example with a little audio clip from a TV show because I think it's very helpful in understanding how damaging, at least how pervasive, the gaslighting is in this culture. And I don't think people take account for how much damage it really does. I was thinking the other day, imagine, say, I don't know, uh, 100 years ago, let's take it back, 200 years ago. Um, How much gaslighting would you experience in your life? How much? On a regular basis, how much? You work on a farm, you work on a ranch, you're a cobbler or you're a printer or you're any kind of trade. You work out in the woods, you're some kind of lumberjack, you're a hunter, you're whatever it is. You tan fur, you anything. These these jobs. Any of these jobs, how much gaslighting would you experience on a daily basis? How much? So you've basically none, basically none. And for people who don't know what gaslighting is, it's this system where you're told something, but it doesn't meet with reality. And it's very, very demoralizing and destructive to people's minds over time. I've experienced just endless amounts of this gaslighting crap, both in the world and in all my relationships for the most part. And... I've had discussions about it on here, and I think they're only in Patreon-type shows, about the destructive effect it has in personal relations and how it messes with people's minds. But I've experienced so much of it. I was thinking the other day, this is a very new phenomenon. See, if you take it back, say, a thousand years, in whatever kind of history you want to believe, leaving the Fomenko 
issue out of it, which is that all the history we have from 500 years ago back is completely and totally made up, and there's no way to know what it is. And even the stuff we have from 500 years forward, we only know that it was generally created around that time. We just don't have any idea what really went on. And people don't believe that. They can't accept that, just like they can't accept all sorts of other things. They just don't believe that the lie that big could be held and all this other shit. But I've just found over 25 years worth of research that all of the lies they tell are the same thing. People go, that could never happen. Well, it happens. And there's still no conspiracy I've looked into that isn't true, (laughs) isn't clearly at least more true than what we're told. In other words, the narrative's not true. I don't care what it is. I really don't care what it is. And most people just can't deal with that. Well, I was thinking about it was because it's just getting so bad. And I've experienced some of my own issues again with some of these kind of personal relationships and deals and things like that. And just the insanity that goes on with the news, the so-called news, putting aside my insane profession where literally every single thing is something opposite. It's just everything is the 179 club. And that 179 club, which is that they try to teach you as close to 180 degrees off from reality as possible, that's what it is in the world. People just can't make peace with that. But I was hanging out with my cats and I was just thinking, you know, I love animals so much. And the reality is they don't ever gaslight me. They've never gaslit me in the entire time I've known all animals. And in fact, I can't gaslight them because I can't really speak to them in a way that would ever gaslight them. And my relationship with them is great, but there's really no conversation. And it harkens back to that episode I told you guys about in The Old Man, which was a great short series. I think it played on Paramount or TBS or something like that. Had Jeff Bridges, such a cool like six or seven part series. I hope they make a season two. And he had a great conversation with this woman he was trying to convince of something. And he talked about how this old Chinese guy uh, didn't talk. And he didn't talk not because he couldn't talk. He chose not to talk because he said that Talking simply confuses things, and he's really right, (laughs) and that's one of the things I was thinking about when I was hanging out with my cats. I was just thinking, this is so relaxed and easy because regardless of whether they're misbehaving or being mischievous or whatever, they're not gaslighting me, and I'm gaslit in virtually every other situation in this world, and then it started making me think, well, isn't this a new phenomenon? How am I being gaslit? And I go through all the things, which is all the education I've been given. It's all just upside down lies from the law to the history to everything, really. The vast majority of science that can't be personally tested, it's just all lies. And even a lot of the science that can be tested uh, personally, they just call people kooks when they don't believe it. And people should read Einstein, the incorrigible plagiarist, and make their own decisions about how much of a total lie that is. And people just tell you about the math. you got to do the math. Okay, well, I can't do that math, but lots of people on the Internet can, and they point out all the errors that are in that uh, so-called formula. But it's just another example, my point being that it's all gaslighting. Everything I've been told, I've had to try to unlearn. I'm constantly on the lookout for it. And it doesn't matter if it's interactions with the vast majority of people. They're all totally gaslit. And they just say shit that's not true. And I thought, well, a couple hundred years ago, if I just had a relatively normal existence, when would I interact with gaslighting? 
well, when would it happen? I'd have very few conversations, first of all. There was no news media. There was no formal education outside of learning how to read, learning how to do some basic arithmetic. And then if you learned how to read, then maybe if you had access to books, which were very expensive, you might read some books, but you just read them yourself. And yeah, there was probably some stuff in there that wasn't true, but your mind isn't completely and totally polluted at all times with this testing. You have to be tested. You have to pass all these tests to make sure that you know all this stuff. Government demands you know in this curriculum in order to get a so-called certificate and to get through an accredited school in order to then be able to practice whatever kind of made-up profession you have. That's just endless gaslighting. Law school is nothing but gaslighting from beginning to end. I'm thinking about doing a whole series where I take a constitutional law casebook like they use in law schools and just kind of going through it and showing people episode after episode the fraud and the lies that are taught to lawyers who come up and that's why they're so brainwashed and they don't have any idea and they never ever think about it again because they don't make money by doing that. Exposing the system as a total fraud doesn't make you make money. It makes you go broke. And I've been punished so many times in my life by exposing the system and trying to use the system and the gaslighting. See, the gaslighting is incredibly dangerous. It's incredibly damaging. And I look around and I see just a massive amount of mental illness going on. And it's just increasing over and over. And it's because for the vast majority of human history, there was no such thing as gaslighting. It just simply didn't exist for the vast majority of history. Certainly not in any kind of tribal setting. How are you going to be getting stuff that's all upside down and backwards and makes no sense with anything you're observing? That didn't happen in a tribal setting. You had all sorts of practical information. Yeah, sure, you had some, some sort of fables and stuff that people told around the fire, but they weren't told as absolute truths. Everybody just kind of learned a generalized history. And it wasn't that it was upside down. It was just that it was told in a story fashion. You basically would never experience gaslighting unless somehow you hooked into some kind of narcissistic person inside of this tribal system. But those people, they didn't really thrive. See, narcissists don't thrive in those kind of small communities where there's no anonymity and they can just get away with all their made-up shit. Of course, I've just experienced nothing but narcissists' relationships my whole life for a variety of reasons I don't want to get into. But that's just the reality. And so I think, how would my mind be? I'd have so much more peace if I wasn't being constantly gaslit. See, that stuff causes a tremendous amount of cognitive dissonance and psychological trauma just to be constantly exposed to it. And what are we exposed to all the time? Endless gaslighting. It doesn't matter every kind of media. It's just gaslighting all the time about what you're supposed to do and what's, what will make you so-called successful and what's supposedly desirous and what the government is and why it's there to protect you. And, of course, government's involved in everything now. And it doesn't even matter if you just try to watch sports. You just try to watch sports and you'll see the gaslighting. They've brought all these referees into the booth with them now in order to cover up the blatant fraud that goes on in all these football games because there's so much money to be made in betting. But you can just watch a little of it. You'll see just massive penalties being engaged in pass interference. It's everywhere. And what do they do? They just say, oh, that's good playoff football. Or, oh, that's a good tough play. I like that non-call. What does it mean, a non-call? It means there's a penalty, but they didn't call it. How can you like that? Does it make sense? And then the same analysis will go if they're, they're hand-checking and they're dragging and pulling and one of the guy gets there early and it's obviously pass interference. They can say, I like that non-call. They're letting them play. And then you'll get another one Well, there'll be the same or less amount of the same exact thing. And they'll call a penalty and the guy will come on and he'll explain it, how that is a penalty and blah, blah. It's like, dude, which is it? 
It's the same reason I stopped watching the NBA 30 years ago. It's just a completely rigged joke of a sport. And it's just getting worse and worse uh, with football. And I know a lot of people say they don't care about sports ball. Look, all these entertainment things are the same. They're all the same. It doesn't matter if you play video games, you play cards, you read. It doesn't matter. It's all ultimately the same. It's just entertainment. It's just entertainment. But the point being that you can't even do that without getting gaslit. And all these kinds of musical things, they're all just massively uh, politicized now. So ultimately, it's gaslighting. I was going through the Amazon Prime trying to find something entertaining that was kind of lighthearted and comedic. And I went through all these different types of comedy shows that I'd never heard of and movies that were supposedly critically acclaimed and great and four and a half stars and all that shit. I tried a few of each one of them. It was just such a load of shit, just such a load of LGBTQ. The very first scenes would be, you know, some lesbian woman who's dating uh, another lesbian and they're having a party and it's in New York and it's all these different people. It's just liberal shit being shoved down my throat at all times. Well, that's just a gaslighting because none of that stuff is legitimate or true. And I've done show after show explaining all that. There's literally nowhere to go in this society to avoid this gaslighting. I can't practice my career, so-called profession, at all without massive gaslighting. Everything about the law is gaslighting because no part of it is about justice. No part of it's legitimate. The decisions are all crap. They're all reverse engineered. They run around and tell you it's about justice and balancing this and balancing that. It's not. I've just been involved in case after case where that's not the situation. I've told people I had a case where I caught the lawyer flat out lying, had pictures and everything else, proved it, went in, had the hearing. The judge realized he was lying. He didn't do anything except told us to go settle this case. And he warned the guy, you know, I think you've got a bad case here. In other words, yeah, obviously you're lying. Uh, Okay, he was lying on the record. He was committing what is basically a very serious sanctionable fraud. Should have been turned into the bar. I personally think he should have been suspended from the practice. But nothing happened to him. The judges sent him off. Now, if I'd have done that as a plaintiff's lawyer, I would have been crushed. They would have dismissed my case. He definitely would have referred me to the bar because that's what happens because it's a massive double standard. And yet people run around. What do they say? They talk about how there's all this lawsuit abuse. (laughs) And it's every single area of the law is like that. It's a totally upside down world. It's a complete fraud presented to people as though it's real and true and accurate and honest. It's not. It's literally everything. And just really, just a couple hundred years ago, that wasn't the case. There would have been no gaslighting in your life. You wouldn't have accidentally seen an article. People wouldn't be telling you all sorts of things that were not true, that you would then be believing, that you would then be expected to believe. Even some kind of story about what the king was supposedly doing, what was happening, everybody would know. Well, I don't know if that's true or not. It's just something someone's saying. And they'd want to try to go get confirmation. Everybody was grounded in things that had to work. The men did all sorts of jobs. They had to work. The women did all sorts of jobs. They had to work. It had to do something. It had to actually fix. You know, nobody does that anymore. The vast majority of jobs are totally and completely fake and made up. They just sit in offices and push shit around and none of it makes any sense. And it's all founded on this fake money system that literally makes no sense at all. They hand it out. And we're told over and over about how this person's got the better mousetrap and this and that. And it's just crazy making. See, it's completely and totally crazy making. That last pandemic was the same thing. People literally ran around 
Okay, they were told that if you had no symptoms, you could still be sick. And while you were sick, even though you had no symptoms, you could also pass it on to somebody else who would then also get sick with no symptoms. And that that's one of the reasons we had to all lock down because it was spreading so rapidly, even though literally nobody in your life was sick. It was a good 18 months before I knew anybody who even claimed to have had so-called COVID. (laughs) And then who knows what it was since they'd already started jabbing people at that point. There's no way to know. But... It was just a classy example of my mask protects you, yours protects me. Once the jab came out, I have to have a jab so that you're safe. Well, I thought the jab was the entire point of it was so that I don't get sick. And then they tell you about herd immunity, and then you find out that's not true. And then you find out they've withheld all the information. You find out that all the stuff they told you about it being safe and effective is not true. You see everybody who lies all the time constantly being rewarded. You see people who tell the truth getting crushed. See, it's, it's like that all the time. It's completely crazy-making. It is destroying people's minds. There's no doubt in my mind it is. It's ramping up all the time because of it. And people are unaware of it. It just kind of goes through it. It's not talked about. And see, narcissists, they love uh, gaslighting. That's their stock and trade. Because what they're doing, they're bad people. And the vast majority of people who are in any kind of position of power at this point are all narcissists. They're just liars. Anything that happens, they never take responsibility. They blame somebody else. All politicians, they're just 100% narcissists. They all behave precisely the same as a narcissist. Something happens, they don't take responsibility. They blame somebody else. Make something else up. Get caught in that, make something else up. And nothing ever happens to them. See, nothing ever happens. Because the system's designed like that. It's designed like that. And I'm just convinced that it's creating the problems, a huge, huge amount of the problems we have because it's never been experienced before. And human beings simply are not equipped to handle gaslighting. They're not. They believe what they're told. It's just a very, very fundamental thing in human beings that when you're told something, certainly by somebody that seems to be in either a position of a so-called authority or someone you trust, no different than when you get bonded is with your parents, you need them, otherwise you will die. And so that is formed very early. And when you get this stuff that absolutely makes no sense, people are simply not equipped to handle it. That's why the old saying, it's easier to fool people than it is to convince them they've been fooled. There's all sorts of reasons around it, but I'm convinced that the vast majority of people, as a psychological matter, they're simply not equipped in any way to handle gaslighting on a massive scale. And the entire world is nothing but gaslighting now. It's all just complete and total gaslighting. That's why I tell people, you want to know what happened and it's in the news? All you can know is that whatever they're telling you in the news, that's not true. And the best you can do is try to imagine that if they're telling you that, then it's probably the opposite. Whatever it actually even is the truth, for sure it's being told to you for some other reason. It's just layer after layer after layer of lies. See, that's all it is. It's all we live in. And I'm convinced that it's not possible for people to thrive in it. I'm not even completely convinced that any kind of society can survive what we have. And once you get these large numbers of people and you get mass media, you just get incredible amounts of gaslighting. Because the bad people who want to be in charge, all they do is lie because if they told people the truth, nobody would ever go along with it. Nobody would ever go along with it. It's like the truth I tell people in my show. Once they understand the way the system really works, you can see that nobody would ever agree to it. It's utterly and completely ridiculous. And so none of the points are ever discussed. None of them are ever discussed. And it's a long road to get there. And I wanted to play this clip. It's a relatively long clip. And I'm going to interrupt it some, but I think it'll be helpful to play. He's a great example to me of a 
guy who is very confusing to people because he does tell a lot of truth. But as I play this clip, I want to bring out the fact that somebody who knows what he knows in this isn't acting consistently in all these other ways. Okay, he's not. And I want to show people that this is what controlled opposition is all about. This is how the system runs. This is very high-level gaslighting, in effect, because it, it tells you a truth, but it leaves the real truth out, and it leaves you in a very confused situation. And the show was about these Biden confidential documents are finding all these uh, so-called top-secret documents. No one's even talking about the fact that all this making the shit about top-secret documents. Who cares? There's not even any authority to do any of this. Just grant it. And just, I've gone through, done those whole shows. That's all just ignored as though we have to have all these secrets kept from the people. We're not even finding out what the documents even are. They're not listing them. It's not like they're declassifying them. We just have to take their word for whatever they might have been, what they might have done, what kind of documents there even were. Maybe they don't even matter. Who cares? Maybe everything in the documents lies as well. See, there's no way to know. But he does an excellent show here where he talks about the background of Richard Nixon and the huge giant lie, which I've told people about before, that if they want to know the truth about the Nixon thing, is suppose Bob Woodward and all this other shit, just go read Prouty's book, The Secret Team. He wrote it right there in the early 70s, and he talked about how that whole thing, it was just an operation. It was just an operation. And, of course, then that later came out, and now it has come out. And now what have we also learned? That the CIA was involved in the Kennedy assassination. And the entire term, conspiracy theorist, was dreamed up by the CIA, told people over and over again in order to cover up the fact that the Warren Commission was a scam. That it was just a giant cover-up, okay? And so this was a really good summation of it. So I'm going to play some of it here. Probably going to get through all of it, I hope. And uh, people can see. This is the kind of thing that's being taught. And it's a great example of how deep the brainwashing is and the gaslighting is and how confusing it is to live in this culture and why the vast majority of the people are completely turned off to it all and they just give up. I think their brains are broken. So let's start it. Permanent Washington doesn't want that. And ultimately, and here's the point. He calls it permanent Washington. I think he's referring there basically to this sort of agency Washington, the, the bureaucrats, etc., which I agree, they definitely are problematic, and he calls them permanent Washington, but let's just listen to some. Permanent Washington is in charge. Yes. It's not the democracy you imagine. We're seeing that now. Okay, so he knows that it's not the democracy. He knows all of these things, okay, the things you're imagining. But think about all, so much of his other show, how he still supports this entire system, this voting insanity. He still supports it all. I don't know how anybody who knows what he knows could ever have supported any of the things he continues to support, right? The democracy. We don't even have a democracy. We don't have anything remotely like a democracy. And even if we did, it makes no sense with freedom or liberty or anything else they talk about, as I've shown again and again. But here he knows that. Right. He knows that. So he's telling you. So if you want to understand, if you really want to understand how the American government actually works at the highest levels, and if you want to know why they don't teach history anymore. Anymore. As though they ever did. When have they ever taught history? When? This guy promotes that 911 September 11th crap every single year. How? How can he continue to believe a story like that? When did they teach history? When? The government's been lying forever. Everybody knows it. It's a joke. It's been that way for hundreds and hundreds of years. Everyone has ever commented on it. So again, right there, boom, gaslighting you. As though it used to be like when you were a kid. I get that all the time. Oh, they used to teach it. That. No, dude, they've been teaching lies for well, well, well beyond the time I've been alive. You know, 150, 200 years. Come on. 
it's at least that long. One thing you should know is that the most popular president in American history was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. See, so they have to Yet gaslight somehow, us. without a single vote being cast by a single American voter, Richard Nixon was kicked out of office and replaced by the only unelected president in American history. So we went from the most popular president to a president nobody voted for. Okay, so already pretty impressive, right? That's a, that's a good way to sum it up. Most people don't know that. Their minds are blown by that. But instead of telling them the full story, what he does, he just stays on this crap all the time. Wait a minute, you may ask. Why didn't I know that? Wasn't Richard Nixon a criminal? Wasn't he despised by all decent people? <laughs> no, he wasn't. In fact, if any president could claim to be the people's choice, it was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon was reelected in 1972 by the largest margin of the popular vote ever recorded before or since. Nixon got 17 million more votes than his opponent. Okay, this is another great point to me. Not only is this a perfect example of the 179 Club, that Richard Nixon was a criminal and that nobody liked him and he's a racist since the tapes came out and blah, blah, blah. That's all upside down. See, that's all upside down. But then again, the largest margin in American history, this supposedly overwhelming margin, 17 million votes. <laughs> 17 million votes. Yeah, even assuming there were only 250 million people back then, okay? He's talking about 5% of the population more voted for him, total. It's literally nothing. It's nothing. It's, it's an absurd thing. But again, it's promoted as this fantastic thing. Again, total distortion of the actual reality, continuous gaslighting in a very subtle way. Less than two years later, he was gone. He was forced to resign. And in his place, an obedient servant of the federal agencies called Gerald Ford took over the White House. How did that happen? Yes, how? Well, it's a long story, but here are the highlights, and they tell you a lot. And they're really good highlights. And they're why I'm telling you, once you hear them, you'll see that there's absolutely no one, anybody who knows these highlights and understands the way the system works could ever continue to support the system, which he does. Richard Nixon believed that elements in the federal bureaucracy were working to undermine the American system of government and had been doing that for a long time. No different than the Ike speech where he talked about the military industrial complex. But Ike was one of the worst uh, offenders of all. He promoted that entire World War II load of shit where he put all the Germans in the camps afterwards and was responsible for killing millions of them. And what do we do? We get, we get this other story out. We don't get any of the truth about what we did, what Ike did. He's promoted as this freedom fighter. Same with Nixon. We don't know. You think Nixon wasn't dirty as shit? You don't get to be president without being dirty as shit. You think this was a surprise to Nixon that these things were happening? Been going on the whole time. He said you won't have Dick Nixon to kick around anymore. That was 1960. Guy didn't win the presidency until 68. So he came back. Yeah, it's telling you some of the facts that are interesting and stuff, but leaving out all the stuff that would really make people wonder and think. He often said that. He was absolutely right. On June 23, 1972, Nixon met with the then CIA director, Richard Helms, at the White House. During the conversation, which thankfully was tape recorded, Nixon suggested thankfully. he knew, quote, who shot John, meaning President John F. Kennedy. Nixon further implied that the CIA was directly involved in Kennedy's assassination, which we now know it was. Helms' telling response, total silence. Okay, I'm not sure I believe that. I suspect that was probably scrubbed. Um, I don't buy that. I'd want to hear the tape to hear this so-called total silence, etc. And if you really thought the CIA was involved or you knew they were, why would you bring the director of the CIA in and tell him that? See, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. 
So there's a lot of really weird things about this. But anyway, I'm just going along with the story, okay? Listen to the facts as we're being given, right? This is already shocking the vast majority of people who are believing my greatest, freest, and all this other stupid shit that they believe. But for Nixon, it didn't matter because it was already over. Four days before, on June 19th, the Washington Post had published the first of many stories about a break-in at the Watergate office building. Unbeknownst to Nixon and unreported by the Washington Post, four of the five burglars worked for the CIA. Worked for. So the fifth one was probably a, a, also some kind of confidential informant or a kite, meaning that he's an asset that he doesn't technically work for him and they'll just be cut loose and denied. But it's a very important point, right, that the CIA ran this thing, this idea that it was some kind of big deal and all. It's just shit. Look what Biden's happening. He, they're discovering all sorts of shit. Nothing happens. Think of all the crazy shit Barack Obama did. Think of all the stuff Bush did. Think of all the stuff that uh, Clinton did. Bush Sr. <laughs> Ron Contra. Go down the list. They're all crooks, man. The entire Vietnam War was fought over a fraud, a lie. They made it all up. People, the lies never stop. Okay, so, but this kind of thing shocks people, right? That the CIA was involved in that. These are all just known facts now. Known facts. The first of many dishonest Watergate stories was written by a 29-year-old Metro reporter called Bob Woodward. This is where the Proudy book, The Secret Team, comes in, where he discusses the same thing, the same thing 50 years ago in his book. And again, what happened since then in the media? These people are propped up, rolled out, this Bob Woodward joker, is rolled out as some kind of genius. He was just handed all this shit by the FBI, deep throat and all this other made-up shit that we now know was all just crap. See, it was all just crap, and it's all selective. And every kind of scandal is like this. It's a creation. They're all creations. And it doesn't matter if it's on the national level or if it's on the international level. It's just creations. Russia, 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 they're our enemy, we're fighting China. All these things are ultimately complete frauds, but he pushes huge numbers of them, even though we can't know. Only thing you can know for sure is that the government is fully corrupted all the way to the core, and nothing they're doing is there to help you. And there's nobody in government who's trying to help you. And there's nobody in major media trying to help you. If there were, they'd be gone. That's just that simple. That's why my message and the message I give is not accepted and is so suppressed. But listen to these facts he's giving. Who exactly was Bob Woodward? Well, he wasn't a journalist. Bob Woodward had no background whatsoever in the news business. Instead, Bob Woodward came directly from the classified areas of the federal government. There you go. Boom. This is why I say all these classified areas and all this secret shit, stuff cannot exist. But they've just dreamed up this idea and scared everybody with the boogeyman under the bed all the time. And now it's been transferred over to the, you could have an internet attack. You could have these viruses you can't see. All this shit, nobody can tell where it's coming from. Government's driving it all. Shortly before Watergate, Woodward was a naval officer at the Pentagon. He had a top-secret clearance. He worked regularly with the intel agencies. Mm. At times, Woodward was even detailed to the Nixon White House, where he interacted with Richard Nixon's top aides. Huh. Soon after leaving the Navy, for reasons that have never been clear, Woodward was hired by the most powerful news outlet in Washington and assigned the biggest story in the country. Okay, guys, remember that movie they made, I think, in the 1970s about the so-called Pentagon Papers? And they portrayed these guys. None of these facts are in there, see? Because media chips in with Hollywood and everything else. It's a gigantic, one-blob organization. Government, academia, and media, they all work together to brainwash the people, gaslight the living shit out of them about everything. About everything. So here we go. All these facts. Nobody knows these facts. I've never heard a lot of these details. I didn't bother looking into them because... (laughs) 
I already know. I already know how to analyze these things. If they're telling me that I know it's a total shit, I know this thing's a scam from the get-go. I know it. Of course, here are the details proving exactly, once again, the 179 Club's always in operation. And just to make it crystal clear what was actually happening, Woodward's main source for his Watergate series was the deputy director of the FBI, Mark Felt. And Mark Felt ran, and we're not making this up, the FBI's COINTELPRO program, which was designed to secretly discredit political actors the federal agencies wanted to destroy. Well, who do you think Q was, people? Who do you think that whole Q movement was? Q is the name of the NSA's counterintelligence program. (laughs) That's what this uh, nickname is, Q. And so I don't understand. You look at the CIA's hedge fund. It's called NQTEL. NQTEL. <laughs> and then they had this Q movement, and the people run around imagine that Donald Trump was going to save them. There's all this secret shit and white hats in the background working for him. It's always the same, people. See, it's always the same. Every one of these stories is always the same. And I don't get into the details of them. I don't waste my time because I've researched so many of them that every one of them follows the exact same pattern. Exact same pattern. But here we are. More facts. Nobody knows. They certainly weren't involved in any of the media stuff. It's no different than everything else. They just keep continuously portraying the lie, just like the September 11th lie, just like the Vietnam lie, just like the World War II lie, just like World War I lie, just like the Civil War lie. Every lie. The Revolutionary War. When we got the Holy Constitution. They're all lies all the way back, people. People like Richard Nixon. And at the same time, those same agencies were also working to take down Nixon's elected vice president, Spiro Agnew. In the fall of 1973, Agnew was indicted for tax evasion and forced to resign. Sound familiar with the Trump shit, right? See, it's always these games and scams. We can't know what's driving it. See, we can't know because it's just lie after lie. And Prouty said as much in his book. He said, he said nobody even inside the CIA itself, even the director, has the slightest idea. All the different lies that are being told, they never know the story because it's all compartmentalized in a million different ways. But there's so many lies going on. The only thing you know for sure is that whatever you're being told is all lies. It's all lies. His replacement was a colorless congressman from Grand Rapids called Gerald Ford. What was Ford's qualification for the job? Well... He had served on the Warren Commission, Uh, which absolved the CIA of responsibility for President Kennedy's murder. hmm. Nixon was strong-armed into accepting Gerald Ford by Democrats in Congress. Quote, we gave Nixon no choice but Ford, Speaker of the House Carl Albert later boasted. Eight months later, Gerald Ford of the Warren Commission was the President of the United States. Of course. And there you go. And people should look into how Teddy Roosevelt became president and all that scammery and the way Lincoln became president with a third party that was brought in late challenge, same way that uh, Clinton got in with the Perot thing. These things are all scams, people, all of them, every single time, every single one, everybody who continues to believe in this greatest, freest load of shit about the Constitution and the liberty and the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, they're just they're totally suckers. They're suckers, and these people behind the scenes laugh at you, and they're going to take out billions and billions of people. They're going to win unless the people wake up, and I see no evidence that people are going to wake up, and that's why I try to tell people about jury nullification, but the shows aren't even popular. They don't really want an answer. What they want is an answer within this system. They want to have their fairy tale be made true for them about the country. That's the solution the people actually want, and that's not a solution that's not available, and the reason they want that solution is because they're children. 
They're basically mental and emotional children. The vast majority of people top out around 10 to 12 years old. That's it. Not to mention the fact that their IQs are shit and they're just getting stupider and they're completely drugged all the time. And the fact that they're subjected to this massive amount of gaslighting, which I'm convinced is completely and totally screwing people's heads. Let's hear the rest of this. See how that works? Yes, I do. So those are the facts. Those are facts. Not speculation. All of that actually happened. Okay. None of it's secret. Most of it actually is on Wikipedia. But no mainstream news organization has ever told that story. It's so obvious, yet it's intentionally ignored. Bingo. And as a result, permanent Washington remains in charge of our political system. Unelected lifers in the federal agencies make the biggest decisions in American government and crush anyone who tries to rein them in. And in the process, our democracy becomes a joke. Okay. And so you hear that, and I think it's a pretty good report. You know, I mean, I've, I've, I have my questions about it, but you can't footnote every single thing you say. You got to say something, right? And the, the takeaway from it ultimately is that whether or not even all of that is even true, okay? What it does show for sure is that the story that we're told is complete and total bullshit. Whatever the real story is, whatever amount of that actually is true in the alternative story, I don't know, but it shows that the story we're told is complete and total lies, see? And it shows that he knows that. And he knows that the system is like this. How can he then continue to believe things like he did in the beginning with the uh, pandemic? Still believes there's somehow his mistakes and all this other shit. What, how? How can he think that electing people under a system like this can ever work? Why doesn't he discuss the kinds of things I talk about? Why? Because he himself is from a fantastically wealthy family. He doesn't bring up the fact that in those church committee hearings, the CIA has Operation uh, Mockingbird. And they completely control the media. They said so at the time. Do you think it's gotten better since then for the last 50 years? No. But it's a great example of this sort of very, very deep, deep, extremely deep gaslighting on multiple levels that people are simply not equipped to deal with. See, they're not in any way equipped to deal with this. People are not equipped psychologically to handle all these lies because... The nature of language, it affects your mind when you hear things and your brain grows depending on what you learn. When you learn how to read and then when you learn how to read cursive and it changes your brain. Well, I'm completely convinced of this massive gaslighting that I don't even think there's any way to study because you're 100% immersed in it from the time you're born and there's no way to isolate someone out from the massive amounts of gaslighting. I'm completely convinced that totally and completely fucks up your head in a permanent way and that you have to overcome it. And even whatever you try to overcome, you're still handicapped compared to what you would have been. And I look around, I see the so-called smart people in the world. They're nothing compared to the smart people you look at in the 18th and 17th centuries, 19th century, the early, mid-19th century. Those people were smart. Where are those people now? Where is that level of smart person producing shit now? It's nowhere. It's nowhere. We have these people held up. Einstein, like he was some genius, greatest, smartest man, all this other crap. I said, go read Einstein, the incorrigible plagiarist. If you can find a copy for less than 500 bucks or something and get it delivered, good luck to you. I bought mine long, long, long time ago for retail price. Now, can't even get the book. But he's held up as the genius. All these people are. Tony Fauci, genius, right? Donald Trump, savior. <laughs> it's all crap. See, how would you even do a test to find out the damage that this constant gaslighting does to human beings? How would you even do a test? How could you have a control group since everybody is subjected to it all the times, constantly? How? You can't. 
You can't, but just look around and look at the state of the people. Think about it in your own life. How do you get away from it? See, if I just worked at a job where I just operated a piece of heavy machinery, which I personally think would be a fun job, or just ran like a bulldozer, that sounds cool to me all day long. There's no gaslighting in that. You're shoveling, you're picking stuff up. Yeah, your boss may be a pain in the ass, but he's not gaslighting you. He's not gaslighting you. And those people, those sort of blue-collar tradesmen, they have very different way of living. Their mind works better than the vast majority of so-called professionals who are just gaslit from beginning to end in every kind of uh, business. And I don't know what the answer is. I just thought it was, it was so profound, the amount that's going on and the difference in what human beings used to experience, I think it's a hugely important factor that's just being overlooked. And I thought that piece was so interesting because it's a great example of being able to show somebody a truth, in other words, that what you were told before is not true. That's the truth he's telling. And whether or not the details of his new truth or true or not, don't make any difference. It's shown that what you've been living in is a complete lie and you're told that and then that has an effect on you as well. See, that has an effect on you as well. So like I said, I'm not sure what the takeaway is. I'm not sure I have a takeaway at this point beyond what I've already said. But I think they're important points to think about. I really do. And I also think that when you hear that story about Watergate, that you can see that my position about everything being complete lies, maybe it's not as crazy as you thought, right? How much have you ever really investigated and looked into these different issues? Probably none. Probably none. Most people are too busy to. But it was a great example. I thought it had some interesting facts, whether it's true, completely true, I don't know. But it was very interesting to me, both that the clip is out there circulating for a reason and that I thought it was a great example of the multiple levels of sort of gaslighting, disinformation, cognitive dissonance that goes on in our society and how difficult it is to make sense of it and how I'm completely convinced that it's playing a major role in the mental illness that's going on and that it's a planned destruction of the population to make them basically incapable of thinking and defending themselves. I just think it's all part of it. So so that's all I wanted to say about that. And if you want to, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review, no longer U.S. Law Review. I'm still on private. I'm only going to be on private and probably try the blue check thing for 60 or 90 days to see if that helps. But as soon as I go off private... Nobody sees my tweets. I get no interaction. And I'm there for the interaction. I really am. And that's just, again, shows you a great example of the gaslighting. Elon Musk is making it so much freer. and He's bringing this freedom and freedom of the press. It's absurd. The amount of restrictions on the accounts is so much worse now, unless you are a red versus blue MAGA or Democrat fantasy person who wants to push that kind of stupid garbage. Then you're getting great results. But anybody like my account and people like my account, to the extent there are accounts like that, that try to tell real truths about how the whole system is completely screwed, those accounts are just getting massively restricted, massively. As far as the movie goes, The Jones Plantation, I play Mr. Jones, written by Larkin Rose. It's coming out. It won't be that much longer now. And when it comes out, I hope people buy it buy it for friends, watch it. I hope they enjoy it. I hope they enjoy my portrayal of Mr. Jones, the 
piece of shit slave owner. It's an allegory about going from chattel to debt slavery and the way our system really works. And there's never been a movie like it. There just has never been a movie like it. And I hope people enjoy it. I really do. Hope they make it make a lot of money because if it makes a lot of money, we'll make more. And not only is that selfish because I enjoyed it, it was fun. And I enjoyed working with Andrew. He's really, really a bright guy and he has really great ideas. He's the sort of director, producer, kind of everything on this movie. He's doing all the editing. He's just, he's a very talented man and I really enjoy his stuff. But I also enjoy just doing the job. <laughs> it was entertaining and apparently I was, you know, pretty good at it. So well, I guess we'll let people decide for themselves. And besides that, I also want to thank the people in Patreon who step up and kick skin in the game. Spent a lot of time making the show and thinking about the show, and it took me a long time to learn all the information. I give people information they're never going to find anywhere else. If they tried to duplicate the information they get in my show, they would spend so much time and they still wouldn't find it. Spend so much money, still wouldn't find it. Because the kind of information I have is just not readily available. Not that many people have ever figured it out. A lot of people have figured a lot of it out, but I'm just very peculiarly situated as a very long time practicing lawyer to understand a law much better than the vast majority of people. They kind of know something's wrong, but they don't really understand the details. And I give it to them. And once you understand these details, you can never be fooled again. So you can never be fooled again. No system will ever work on you again once you understand the stuff I teach people. That's it. So I thank the people in Patreon who kick skin in the game and make it worth my time to make the show. I really do appreciate that. You guys have a lot of integrity, so thank you. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for the day. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Great show. Thank you.